I'm Joel Brandt, speaking to you from the John Clark Performance Studio here at Classical Public Radio, and I'm pleased to welcome some guests from uh, Opera Carolina. Their current production is uh, La Traviata, and uh, performances are coming up on uh, January 26th and January 28th. You can go to operacarolina.org if you'd like more information. I'd like to welcome Elizabeth Caballero. She plays uh, Violetta in the opera. We also have Reginald Smith Jr. here. Uh, he plays Giorgio, Alfredo's father. And we have uh, Emily Urban- Urbanic here as uh, the pianist. And uh, it's great to have all three of you here. Thank it's you. Really Thank you nice. for inviting us. So you had uh, your opening on uh, Sunday the 22nd. How did that go? Sunday matinee. It was yeah. wonderful. We had a wonderful audience. Uh, it was a great performance, I thought. I felt great. How did you feel, Reggie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a really uh, good performance. Great crowd. It's always great when you have uh, wonderful colleagues as well. So great chemistry on stage, and I thought it really transferred over into the audience. It seemed uh, to be a very appreciative audience as Definitely. well. It was really great. Reginald, tell me about your character. Uh, well, I sing uh, the father, Jojo Germont, and, you know, I feel as though he's a very conflicted man in the, in the in a great way that he feels a sense of duty to make sure that his son returns home because he wants to make sure that one there's a family name thing and sort of family honor but mostly he has another child a daughter at home that wants to get married and if uh the fa- if the son doesn't return home and he's out seen with this woman who doesn't have the best reputation. It ruins the family reputation. Daughter can't get married. So uh, I feel as though he's a he can be a very stern character, but I think it comes from a good place, ultimately. Absolutely. How about Violetta? Tell me about her. Well, I think Violetta is best known as the courtesan with the heart of gold. <laughs> um, Sounds I, familiar. <laughs> yes. Uh, she's a lovely, lovely character to portray and uh, very rewarding both vocally and as an actor. Um, she's a woman that um, makes a huge, huge sacrifice because not o- Alfredo has not only uh, saved her from this life that she had to be involved in, but I think he brought um, health back to her because when you're happy, you're healthy. So she was feeling well again with him. So to give him up, that says a lot about her. And she's a real person, too. It says a lot about this person. You've been in this role quite a few times. Yes, I love her. Yeah. Yeah, I've done her. uh, I believe this is my 14th production. Yeah. How do you make it fresh every time you do it? Every time it's fresh because that's the glory of live theater. That was uh, one of the questions we had yesterday in our Q&A after the performance, and it's a great question. Um, It's different every time because you have different colleagues, different chorus, different maestro, different director, production sets, everything. And um, every day is different. Every performance is different. Every minute is different because it's live. I have a question for both of you, and it has to do with how you approach your work. There's learning the text, of course, and learning the music. What What's the next step? What happens after that? When you've got the technical stuff down, what happens then? Reginald? I think more than anything, you have to make the character and the music real for you, and it has to be true and honest for you. This particular opera is very interesting because it was based off a play 
which was actually based off an actual person. So going back through and trying to figure out those things helps you figure out who these people are and then how do you relate to them and what can you bring uh, from yourself to it. Elizabeth, how about you? I definitely agree with Reggie on this. Uh, you have to bring in a little bit of your own self into these characters. With Violetta, I've, I've never been a courtesan, um, but um, <laughs> I can understand having to sacrifice something that I truly love. So I try and bring in those factors of my own self. Mimi and La Boheme, I, I can understand maybe the thought of falling in love for the first time. You know, all those things. So I, I have to find something about these characters that I truly love and find likable and be able to bring into my own experiences and bring out. Uh, Reginald, you've uh, got a song for us, I understand. What are you going to sing for us? Oh, I, uh, I will sing My Heavenly Father Watches Over Me. And I chose this song in particular, one, because it's a beautiful hymn, but also, uh, as Elizabeth can tell you, I mean, we're often busy and on the road and you're gone away from home. And sometimes it can be a little lonely, it can be a little dangerous, it can be a little scary. And I just have the belief that, you know, no matter what's going on, as long as my Heavenly Father is watching over me, it's going to be A-OK. So, especially after a performance and given some of the things that are going on in our world today, I think it's important for us to all remember that it's okay. I trust in God wherever I may be upon the land or on the stormy sea. But come what may, from day to day, my heavenly Father watches over me. I trust in God, I know He cares for me. On mountain bleak or on the stormy sea, though billows roll, he keeps my soul. My heavenly Father watches over me. the rose, an object of his care. He guides the eagle through the pathless air, and surely he remembers me. Father watches over me. I trust in God. I know he cares for me on mountain bleak. 
How can you not love singing with that voice? Reginald, that was great. Thank you <laughs> Thank so much. You. Thank you so much. Very Beautiful. inspiring. Uh, Reginald Smith Jr., who you just heard sing, is uh, playing Giorgio in uh, Opera Carolina's production of La Traviata. Uh, Elizabeth Caballero is here as well. She's Violetta. And I'd like to thank Emily Urbanic for playing the piano uh, just now. I, one last question. Um, it's sort of a big one, I guess. Uh, <laughs> what drew you to singing in the first place? Well... For me, I always sang as a child. I enjoyed singing in church and in school choir, and I, I didn't really start studying voice until after high school, and I was given my first operatic aria, which was Cuando Menvo from La Boheme, and um, that was during the year that uh, the uh, Baz Luhrmann Boheme was playing on PBS a lot. So I saw, oh, La Boheme, La Boheme, let me check it out. So I saw my first opera on TV, and I just fell in love with it. I, I and I said, oh, I want to really do this. So I took it really, really serious. And um, it wasn't um, a, a year later. That was a year that Pavarotti was having his concerts all over the mm. world and stuff like that. And he was, I was down in Miami studying, and he had a big concert on this on on the beach in Miami. And he was also having this big voice competition. And I was so naive and so dumb and filled out an application after one year of voice lessons. Long story short. Um, I made it out of the 2,000 participants in the world. I was one of the 100 finalists that he chose for the, for the competition in Philadelphia. And I didn't win, but he obviously saw something in me. And in the semifinals in New York, which was my first trip to New York ever, he told me, which I have this on video, he told me that I was a diamond that needed to be polished. So if Pavarotti thought that I have some talent, wow. <laughs> I took that to heart. And every day I've had a bad day in rehearsal if the maestro was bad to me or if the tanner was a little poop or whatever, <laughs> then I remember Pavarotti saw something in me and that keeps me going. <laughs> so that's my story. <laughs> but, but singing just seemed right from the beginning. Yeah, for... it did. I've always loved it. I'm a ham, can't you tell? <laughs> Reginald, how about you? Uh, I grew up in a very musical family. Um, I'm the youngest of five kids and we all grew up singing. Um, my mother was the church choir director, and actually my mother had a birthday on our first performance, and they had a celebration concert for her the night before in Atlanta, where I'm from. So singing also for me came very naturally. Uh, I love to say that my mother's side of the family is incredibly musical, 
my father's side of the family enjoys music a lot, but they're not really good singers. So I say my technical problems come from my dad's side of the family, <laughs> and the good technique must come from my mother. Um, but I grew up in church uh, in Atlanta, and I grew up singing gospel music, but I also grew up in choir. I was a choir kid. I, I joined choir early. So I was a choir kid. I was in choir from second grade all the way through college. I actually have a degree in choral music education, kindergarten through 12th grade, because I, for me, I always wanted to be a teacher. Even as an elementary school kid, you asked me what did I want to be when I grew up, I wanted to be a teacher. Uh, I was fortunate that I had a middle school teacher that told me that I should look at the arts high school in my county. And I thought, well, it's better than going to my local high school, so let me apply. And she taught me the songs and drove me over there. And I went to the arts high school in Atlanta, the Cap School of the Arts. And at the school, we would go to Atlanta Opera's um, sort of high school night, except they would do them during the day. And I didn't know anything about opera. I was like 15 or 16, and I thought all I've heard of opera was like, old dead people must not be any good <laughs> but i get to get out of school for most of the day and eh, why not so my first opera was tosca um where everybody pretty much all the main characters died by the end <laughs> and i was just enthralled i loved everything about it uh and they offered free voice lessons at my high school so i started taking voice lessons i looked up all the singers i thought okay well how did they get to where they were doing what else did they do and so I was sort of bit by the opera bug, if you will. And from there, I really started taking lessons more seriously and went to university. And, you know, the rest is sort of history from there. I've been speaking with uh, Reginald Smith Jr., who is playing Giorgio in uh, La Traviata, uh, Opera Carolina's current production. Also, Elizabeth Caballero. She is Violetta. Uh, Emily Urbanic has been here playing the piano. I'd like to thank all three of you for coming by today. It's really been a pleasure talking thank with you. you. Well, thank you. Thank yeah. you. We've had a wonderful time. Uh, two more performances of La Traviata, January 26th and 28th. You can go to operacarolina.org for more information. Uh, I'm Joe Brandt. Thanks so much for joining us today. You've been listening to a presentation from the John Clark Performance Studio. It was mixed in the Samuel R. Spencer Recording Studio, made possible by a gift to the WDAV Future Campaign from Catherine Belk in memory of her husband, Tom Belk.